Welcome to the Miles Not Included podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Brian. Run with us as we talk training, racing, and everything in between. Welcome to episode five, the motivation episode. This week's guest is a good friend of mine, but we'll get more on that later. With me, as always, is my co-host, Joe. How you doing, Joe? Good. What's going on, Brian? Same old, same old. So you want to get right to it and get into a little bit of Miles in Review. So, Joe, how is your running this week? I, you know, I think I've had my best week to date. Um, started out solid, finished really nicely. Did a uh, Pushed out the long run this week, hit 15 miles for the long run, which was nice completely hilly course i think that was probably something that's going to take my legs a few days to recover from but yeah i pushed up my uh pushed up my miles by about 20 percent. but more importantly i'm going to reveal i've been hitting the planks brian what yeah i know shocking so So does that mean you actually hit a plank or you (laughs) did the exercise a plank I've been I've been killing it with the planks. So yeah, I've been feeling just you know, I know my core is not where it needs to be. So I've actually uh, I started doing my PT stuff again and as part of that, I threw threw the planks back in. I think I'm up to now I'm not exaggerating. I think I'm up to a good 15-20 second plank. Wow, that is impressive. Isn't it? So yeah. So especially no, I, given your brawny build. <laughs> so We'll see what kind of effect it has, but uh, but yeah, so far so good. Knock wood. I'm I'm excited. We're less than ten weeks out from St. Louis, so I couldn't be happier. How about that, you? That's awesome. Uh, I'm also had a great week this week. I obviously ran with you on Saturday for that long hilly run. Um, I was out there a little bit before the rest of the group to get in a couple of miles because I had an appointment later in the day. So I think I did three miles out there and then did about nine with the group and then finished up on my own um, while they stayed out there and did extra miles. But my mileage is up about 10%, which rule of thumb is you increase no more than 10% a week. Um, So I'm in the mid 40s right now, give or take. And I'm I'm very happy with that. I'm I'm feeling good. My hip isn't really bothering me, and you know that's what's most important. You, what do you got planned for this week? Uh, same, you know, trying to just be consistent with the miles. Maybe fall into a little bit better groove. My I've been taking one day off a week, but okay. that day has sort of been varying from you know one week it'll be Sunday, the next week it'll be Wednesday then I'll take two days off the following week and it's sort of all over the place but I want to get into a rhythm and it's probably going to be do my long run either Saturday or Sunday and then take the following day off just to make sure that the hip doesn't get irritated again no good plan and especially with this weather what do we just get 18 inches of snow or something so yeah it's ridiculous out there right now in the midwest so it's gonna be a heck of a lot of treadmill and luckily I don't know I find that I find the treadmill easier. I don't know how it is on your hip, but I find it a little bit easier. So hopefully as I start ramping or continue ramping up the mileage, it'll, uh, I guess it'll be a saving grace, although it's going to be one boring week. Cause yeah, I don't think we're, I don't think we're going to get outside for quite a few days. Yeah. But as you said, that's what the treadmill is for and we'll just do what we got to do. You know, you got to get ready for your race. Yeah, for sure. 
So are you ready to get to the episode, Joe? Let's do it. All right, we'll be back after this. Welcome back. So today we want to talk about motivation. In order to do this, I asked a good friend of mine to join us. A man who went from not running to co-hosting a popular running podcast to running a marathon to who knows. He's seen peaks and valleys of running motivation. Please welcome former co-host of Geeks and Running Shoes, Ray King. How you doing, Ray? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I had to do that. Um, Brian, I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? It's been a while since I've heard you on the mic. It's been a while since I've been on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I was really tempted to do a, I'm the first part of your host. Hello, that... I'm the first part of your host. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was, that was some good times, man. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you guys got me on and you got me to finally dust off the mic and the interface and all the other crap that I bought to, <laughs> to do that <laughs> podcast. And that's really but, why we've got you on, you know, just to make use of it. Your wife called and said she was upset with how much you had spent on it and right, wanted right. us to get you out there again. <laughs> yeah, so this is the start. Next thing you know, I'll be running a marathon again, right? Oh, can we uh, mark that down? No, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But anyway, thanks for having me on, though. Sure. So, Ray, give everyone a little bit of background. Who are you? Where'd you come from? <laughs> who, who am I? Um, so, my story starts, uh, I guess, a long, long, long time ago, right? And I'm actually just your average dude who, um, you know, thought he was an athlete in high school, right? <laughs> um, I didn't officially play any sports because uh, I'm, I'm from West Africa, and um, there, the high school scene there is not as formal as it is here, right? So not every kid gets to play at least one sport, right? And if you do, it's um, it's not as organized. Like, we don't have, like, road teams or whatever. So I want to say I was, I, was, I, was, I was athletic. I played basketball. I played volleyball. Um, I tried to play soccer, but I guess I got too tall. So... Apparently, being that tall can be good if you are strong, but I wasn't that strong either. So anyway, long story short is I thought I was, I, was, I was athletic. I thought I was a dude that could, you know, do all these things and not get hurt. Well, fast forward college, <laughs> um, fast, fast forward through joining the workforce. And um, throughout this whole time, honestly, I, I don't need to do anything. I just did your know, casual basketball or stuff like that. And um, one day, my former co-host in Geeks and Reading Running Shoes, Jason, um, he was on a weight loss kick. And he decided that, you know, uh, he actually lost like, I want to say 40 or 50 pounds or something. And um, a co-worker of mine said, I think I can beat you in a race. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm competitive if you don't know that. And, That's all it uh, takes, a challenge. <laughs> so I was like, okay, sure, I'll run a half marathon. But at the time, I didn't realize how far a half marathon was. So long story short is I convinced Jason that we should run a half marathon, and that's what started my running, which I'm not even sure if that was the question you asked me, but anyway. That's where yeah. I was going. <laughs> so, so yeah, so long story short is it took, a, it took a challenge from somebody at work to get me to decide to start running. So you mentioned your co-host. Um, yes. All of this running came together and culminated in you starting a podcast. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. How yes. did that come about? So, um, you know, 
we are geeks and you know after a while we we took the name geeks and running shoes because it was a good title but we truly are geeks and um typically when we well it's when i get into something i want to geek out really hard about it right so Whatever the topic is, I want to make sure I learn everything I can about it for that short period of time, and then I'll get bored and I'll go to the next topic. So when it came to running, um, we started talking on the phone like like almost every day. And Jason and I rarely talked on the phone before this, but we started talking on the phone, and we we're talking about running, about training plans, about Twitter, and all that kind of fun stuff. And then we we're like, you know what? We should record this. At the same time, this, uh, this podcast, uh, it was called uh, Dignation. Uh, was going on and was two dudes on the couch and we're like man at, at least i was like i wonder how how they make that show right like how would it work to actually record something so between those two things um i decided that you know let's start a podcast <laughs> so jason and i um yeah he's he lives in st louis by the way so we had to first of all figure out how to record ourselves being you know at least what three four hundred miles apart um so Pretty much, it was a, it was more a function of us trying to be geeks and learning how to do something new, than really to create a show. Sure. So running just became something to tie episode to episode together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, initially, that's what it was. Initially, it was okay. We want to geek out on this whole technology. How do we do that? And what tool can we use to do that? Okay, let's talk about running. And since we were talking about running on the phone. Every week, it's every every day. It seemed we were like, let's just record this and let's see if if anyone's gonna care, right? And um, I remember our first episode. We, we were uh, <laughs> it was sad, <laughs> and actually, we didn't even release it because it was it was. I still have it here on my computer, and I don't think I'll ever release it. But it was <laughs> it was bad. It was just us talking monotone like this and saying, so you know, today I thought about running a whole mile. It felt like this, and you know, but yeah. So Joe, he's saying it was a lot like our show. <laughs> no, I mean, I was telling Brent, you guys, you guys are way ahead of us. Um, you guys are on. I guess this will be episode five, I assume. And you know, from your logo to your intro music to the fact that you guys have segments, and trust me, you are way. You've had you, you have not had your technical mic issues yet, so <laughs> so that's good. Um, no, you guys, you guys are way ahead of where we were. We were just fumbling around, and I think by episode six or seven is when we actually said, you know what, we should actually make a show and stop just talking. And that's when we started getting serious, and we got stuff like you know Twitter search and follow and all the other nonsense that ended up coming with it. So. Well, you guys really, you know, paved the way for us. I, if it weren't for you, seriously, I don't know that we'd be doing what we do. For the people who aren't aware, I actually work with Ray. Um, right. So we we talk quite often. And when Joe and I started to put this concept together, Ray really was able to answer a lot of my questions for me about yeah. how do we do this, how to handle the mics, how to do all that stuff. Check your levels, bro. Yeah, I still have issues with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but you guys, you guys are doing well. You guys are doing fine, man. I think this is a function of um, at this point getting traction. But I think once you do, the stuff that you guys have in mind and the fact that you guys want to be all community driven, I think I think that'll be cool. So I'm excited for you. Awesome, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so tying it back to running. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so. So one of the common themes throughout your your show was 
you and Jason building towards the Chicago Marathon. Yes. Yes. So how did that go? How did the preparation for Chicago go, especially with the two of you trying to train together but in different locations? Yeah. Um, so the first year, the challenge was to do a half marathon, right? And that's the year I got hurt. And naturally, the progression is if you get hurt trying to do a half marathon, why don't you just try to do a full marathon, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I, I remember Jason and my wife, Lauren, um, they finished the, the half in 2010, I want to say. But I had trained for it anyway. So the following year, we decided, you know, why not step it up? Right. And I circled Chicago and I think Jason circled um, St. Louis, I want to say. Um, so it, it, it just it started because at this point we were probably like 20 episodes and we had some traction. And, you know, the cool thing is, was we did get to be part of the running community. And, you know, we started getting in touch with people. I met a coach, Coach Jeff from PRS. And excuse me, talking to all these people kind of motivated us to say, you know what, we've, we've, well, Jason had done a half and how much harder could it be? It's just an extra 13 miles, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) so, so we circled uh, marathons for the following year and yeah, pretty much just said, let's see how we could do it and um, also give us content for at least another year. So yeah, that's just pretty much what started it. So would you say the motivation really came from the podcast motivated you to run or running motivated you to keep the podcast going? I think it was both. I, th- I think by the by that time we had, we had gotten uh, comfortable with, with being behind the mic and talking about our training and seeing how it affected people that listened to us. And, you know, the feedback we, we got made us feel good about ourselves. So obviously the show helped motivate that. Um, but I think also, you know, I remember when I ran my first mile, um, again, I thought I was an athlete, right? So of course my first mile was a sprint because I thought <laughs> you had to run your mile, you know, you had to run a five minute mile or else you were not a fast person. So I remember when I did my first mile and how awesome that felt, right? So running was still a motivating factor. It was still cool to break these new barriers. And, you know, as I'll tell you, like going through the training, going through a progression of running three, four, five, ten, thirteen, seventeen, it it was awesome. It was a really, really cool feeling when you came back and you're like, holy crap, I just ran seventeen miles. That's awesome. So I think both of those both of them equally, I want to say, um, drove our motivation. Looking back now, do you think by putting it out there so publicly, that was a did that put pressure on you or was that a just a positive influence? Um, very positive influence. Um, I highly recommend it. If, if, if there's a, if you're not a shy, if you're not a shy person and if you've met me, I'm not, um, I would say if you can put it out there, make it public, have someone else hold you accountant accountable to it. Um, it is one of the best things we did to help us get through our, our running career. Um, People, you know, people cheered you on very, very few people, um, obviously had negative things to say. But majority of people cheered you on, were genuinely interested in seeing how we were, how we were doing. And, you know, Daily Mile, for example, as annoying as it was to post, uh, you know, I ran 10 miles. I felt great. Um, the fact that you got uh, high fives or thumbs up, uh, I mean, all those things uh, were insanely motivational. And, um, yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely say putting it public was, was what drove it. And I think that's a really good point for those people who are just starting out. 
recording your miles, especially on a platform like Daily Mile, and I believe Strava is the same way, where it is about people being able to see what you're doing and you know to, in a way, pat you on the back. That yeah. can really help lift someone up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the fact that uh, on at least when this was happening, Twitter was, was big for us. And, you know, Brian would, would be one of, our, one of our, our cheerleaders sometimes, right? And, you know, you'd come, I would come back from a really horrible, horrible run thinking that it was, you know, the end of the world. And, um, yeah, people like Brian would be like, dude, you know, it's okay. You are going to have a bad run. And if you don't, then you're not human, right? And I think both of you <laughs> have bad runs, right? And I know I shouldn't do this, but both of you are goddamn fast. And... <laughs> <laughs> The, the fact that you guys have bad runs or you guys get injured and you still go out there and run your umpteen races, you know, that's that in itself. Someone like you saying, telling us, you know, noobs like us that it's OK and, and congratulating us when we run our first, you know, half marathon or whatever. That is huge. So don't be shy, man. Publish it. You know, even if it's only a one miler, I highly recommend going public. Well, and, it, and it, I know it works the other way. Brian and I are on the same platform where we record our miles and it's nice i mean there'll be times when i'm thinking gosh do i really want to go out there i'll, I'll pull that up and i look and it's like oh, brian dropped a seven miler this morning <laughs> better get my butt out there so the, the tool you're I, I like what you're saying ray i mean it really is it's it's a great way to get yourself motivated keep yourself accountable and kind of keep up a good positive uh, right. rivalry right yep and i mean and being competitive helps I am a very oh, competitive sure. person, so and it got me in trouble many times. <laughs> so talk talk about that for a second. So when you say it got you in trouble, <laughs> so the, the the big one here is Chicago, right? So I, I remember um, race prep. It always was don't worry about the race, just finish. And we even had a hashtag. We even had um, OFC eleven or whatever it was, which was uh, Operation finish Chicago and it was in the back of my mind the goal was to finish it doesn't matter what my time was just make sure that you go through that finish line with your arms up that was the goal however competitive race showed up on race day and um, <laughs> and I was like because the two weeks before my table week I ran a 20 mile I want to say and oh man it felt great you know I was LSD I was like I mean I was zoned through running it was it was awesome so I think I averaged ten minute mile or something. I want to say, and so I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be easy. I'm gonna easy run a run a four twenty something, right?" So I'm running, and I had a I had a Garmin, uh, I think three or five or whatever. And apparently, running through downtown Chicago, your uh, your signal doesn't work too well. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was I wasn't even at, at the halfway point yet, and my time was slow. It was it was I can't remember what it was. I was like, "Holy crap!" I thought I was running faster than this. So, of course, what do I do? I speed it up, trying to, you know, trying to make that 420-something time that I had in the back of my mind. Even though, again, I said the goal was to finish. And lo and behold, uh, yeah, by mile 18, stuff went south. So that competitive nature of mine, trying to hit a time, trying to beat people. I think there was what, we had a meme that uh, Oprah ran her marathon in 430 or whatever it was. And I was like, okay, I gotta at least beat Oprah, right? <laughs> it became so stupid that, um, and I remember being so pissed off. I finished the race, but I remember being so, so pissed off on myself. 
and so pissed off at the world, just like this sucked. You know why? Why did I get hurt? Why did I run? I think I ran like a five thirty or something. It was just, it was way way slower than I I thought I would have run. And so yeah, that competitive drive that I have, um, always wanting to be faster than I actually am, and trying to do stuff that I know I'm not supposed to be doing, definitely got me in trouble in that race. So I think that really shows the the motivation swing because in the matter of two weeks from yeah. pre-taper to race day, you went from the highest high yeah. to the lowest low. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was horrible because I remember saying, I'm not doing this again. And I was really, really mad at myself. And I think I, I recorded a show that night or the day after or whatever. And, you know, look it up when you get a chance. And um, I remember being really upset at myself. And but again, the community, though. Right. And then, you know, people like Brian, you know, others in the, in the community were like, dude, it's fine. You know, you were not supposed to run a 420. If you did great, but you were not supposed to, you were supposed to finish the race. That's what you set out to do. And well, yeah, here we are now. And you you forgot the key, which was you're a marathoner. Well, it, yeah, yeah. You weren't a 420 marathoner, but you were a marathoner. And that was the important thing. Yeah. I remember telling Brian, I was like, yeah, I didn't run a marathon. I traveled 26.2 miles because, yeah, because mile 18 through 26 was a lot of run walking or run hobbling, really. And, yeah, it was bad. Been there, done that. Yeah, I heard. I I believe it, man. I mean, after the fact, people like you who are fast kept on reminding me that you will get hurt. It's just what it is. Sometimes you have a bad race and you just got to get over it. So tell us about after that. What was your vision coming out of the marathon? Like you said, you never wanted to do one again. Did you? Did that change? Did that stay the same? Um, I think before race day, yeah, I want to say before race day, I had my mind set on doing an ultra, ultra marathon. I remember saying, oh, yeah, it's just five more miles. Again, the, the theme here is a, you know, a 5K to a mar- to a half marathon was just oh whatever it was, it was just ten more miles, a ma- half marathon to an actual marathon whatever it's just thirteen more miles and then of course we said okay we're gonna do a fifty k because again it's only five more miles, um, so pre race day my goal was to do a was to do a um, an ultra, post race day my <laughs> my initial goal was to do nothing again my initial goal was this is dumb um, why did I do this I spent nearly a year and a half training for this and look what happened. But for some reason, I want to say, was it the week after? I want to say, um, I I decided to run another marathon, so I signed up for another. I think, I want to say I signed up for St. Louis with Jason, I want to say. Whatever it was. I remember I signed up for, I signed up for another marathon in 2012. And that was Operation Dominate something. Because, yeah, <laughs> I had everything with me, so it has to be... Uh, a hashtag apparently. Yeah, Ray and I would hashtag at work constantly. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember what race I said I was going to sign up for, but I signed up for a race in 2012. And um, at this point, I'm still somewhat motivated. You know, I've, I've gone through the pain of, you know, I finished the first marathon. I went through the high and low of that event, spoke to people online, and, you know, it happened. So, like, all right, let's try this again. And needless to say i did not make that race in 2012 because i feel like i got hurt again and there's where motivation started to sink right because i realized that one it was getting to be winter and winter in chicago is never a good time um especially if i run outside because i'm not a fan of the treadmill um i am not that motivated to to run in place for 
an hour. Sorry, um, but yeah, I I, I remember um, I got hurt, and I can't remember what what I, what I hurt. I want to say it was the same um, uh, what do you call it IT band issue that I had in a marathon. So that stuck with me. Um, I wasn't making any progress because I was not really running. Right, I I I would go out for a run maybe once a week. I'll probably put in like five to ten miles if I was lucky. So of course I wasn't making any progress, right? Um, so I started skipping workouts, and um, spring hit, and yeah, I was nowhere close to being in racing shape. So of course that race got canceled. Um, I don't think I signed up for another marathon that year, but I think I signed up for. Uh, honestly, I signed up for the Chicago half that was in September, and same thing. I just skipped workouts. I, you know, I, I was I was definitely getting on the low side at this point. Right, running was stupid. The show was very sporadic because you know we both of us stopped running. Um, so yeah, at this point we were very very low. I was low on physical fitness. I was low on racing. I just wanted to, you know, I, I just I just wanted not to, not to do this anymore. And I guess long story short, is we stopped doing the show in 2012. And and especially where you had that target previously, and that you had the show backing it and you had so much yeah. momentum. Yep. Do you think that the injury killed the show, the lack of the show killed the motivation and that's really what sort of had everything die together? I think that's exactly it actually. Yeah. I, I think, I think the injury. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't say any better myself. Yeah. That's, I would say that's what happened. And the funny thing is it happened to both of us. Right. Um, Cause Jason got, got, got hurt as well. And, I don't think he ran a good St. Louis because I remember he finished, but he was he also wasn't happy with it this time, and um, yeah. So once we stopped like once we stopped liking running because of the of getting hurt and of feeling like we let down people that we built this hype up with, um, we stopped and the show died as a result. So yeah, I think you're right. So you went from not really being a runner to running your first mile, and you're super high on that. Yeah. And then you, you came back to reality, and then you started the podcast, so it shot through the roof again. You saw success there. You the did the marathon and shot through the roof again, yep. and then it came crashing down. <laughs> so yeah. you're, you're down at the bottom there. Right. What happened next? Are you still there? Is that where you are now? No, no. I think, so I think not doing the show helped a little bit, because um, with, with all the positives of being public and, you know, telling people what what you did every single day recording a weekly show that was all fun but i think that also set um an expectation right it's an expectation of trying to keep it interesting keep running keep progressing at least that's how i felt right i had to keep doing something in order to give people something to listen to because you know i remember jason and i saying this many times like no one wants to hear us say we did not train or have a show about two geeks in running shoes that don't run Right. So we, we had we had, you know, built some pressure on ourselves. Um, so anyway, so we stopped doing the show. Um, I remember 2012. I didn't do anything, to be honest. I, uh, uh, you know, luckily I have, I want to say good genes, I guess, because I didn't gain weight, but I should have because <laughs> I, I, you're still young. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what it is. But, you know, I played Call of Duty. I went to work, came home, Call of Duty, um, drank, um, partied up did very, very little physical things in, in, in 2012. And um, 
now I, you know, I picked up soccer because, you know, the World Cup was going on last year. Um, so that kind of got me back in the soccer mood. Um, so I want to say once I started playing soccer, I started feeling the urge to, because again, the first soccer game, again, I thought I was, the, I was, I'm the man, right? So if I, so if I don't score five goals in my first soccer game, I suck. So <laughs> let down all the fans. Yeah. Let down all the fans. Right. But no, that was it. I think once I started playing soccer last year, I got back into this drive of doing something, you know, physical again. And then I, a buddy of mine said, you know, why don't you try CrossFit with me? And I remember saying, oh, great. Um, CrossFit is for the bros, right? Um, it's, it's one of those things that's just going to get you hurt. But I tried it. Uh, they, had a, they had a week free at the gym I go to now. And I remember saying, okay, this, this is interesting. Pricey, but, but, but interesting. And yeah, six months later, I'm still doing it. And um, so I, th- I think I found my motivation again. And I got to say, it's different. Um, it definitely, when, you, when you're doing something you enjoy, physical or not, it definitely changes your outlook. Um, I feel a lot more energized, even though I'm doing a lot more now. I feel a lot more energized. I feel a lot, I feel a lot better about myself. And just like running, um, once you go through thresholds, right? So like doing my first kip pull-up was a big deal for me. Just like running my first mile was a big deal for me. So, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I've gone through that lull. And through soccer and CrossFit, I've been able to find, find my mojo again. So, Ray, looking at uh, kind of looking back there, I mean, you talk a lot about it, the root cause, maybe of, I guess your demise of, a, of being a runner, <laughs> if you will, is injury, which, I mean, plagues everybody. Right. I don't know. I've, you've probably read the statistics like, you know, 60% of runners are injured every year or something ridiculous like that. So, looking back now, are there having, you know, the 2020 hindsight vision, right. are there things that you would have done differently? And I guess with that, are, what would you recommend to somebody that's in your shoes, you know, just starting <laughs> up, like having all this wisdom now, wisdom. now that you're a CrossFit guru? Well, okay. Um, <laughs> I would say um, do not run in Vibram Five Fingers without... <laughs> <laughs> what about water here? shoes from Walmart? Yeah, don't do that either. Uh, well, okay, nothing against Vibram. They were actually pretty cool, I thought. Um, but... My first injury was um, a, a stress fracture, and I think that was when I started. And you know, I mentioned I'm competitive, so I figured the way to run is to take nice long strides and run, you know, the fastest possible way I could um, for as long as I could. And if it hurt, it meant you know that was pain leaving the body, right? So keep on, keep on pushing. And so yeah, that was the first thing. Um, as a new runner, you know, the best thing you can do for yourself is listen to shows like this first of all connect with these two guys on twitter and um take tips from people that have done it before right if 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 the tip is you're doing a couch to 5k and it says do a run walk you know 5-1 or whatever it is do it it's boring i get it but just do it because what i what i ran into was i was highly motivated to run fast which is great i was motivated but <laughs> i ran way too fast and I got sidelined for my first race because I had a stretch fracture. My second um, uh, injury was I felt the pain. And again, if I had stopped when I felt the pain, maybe I would have done, you know, I would have been fine. Maybe I would still be running for all I know. But of course, again, pain is 
you know, pain, pain is what it is. I'm a tough guy. I can handle a little bit of pain. And yeah, look at me now, right? So those are, those are two big things I would advise um, someone starting out, which is um, pace yourself and listen to your body. No matter how motivated you are, um, there's always tomorrow, right? And um, with all my wisdom, I, honestly, I don't think I'm any wiser. I, I, I think, I think um, you know, we talked a lot about shoes, right? We talked about shoes to death. Uh, you know, you had to run in zero drop shoes because if you didn't run in zero drop shoes, you were not running right. You know, we talked a lot about um, form. We talked a lot about, you know, just general attitude. We even had a psychologist on the show, if you remember, that talked to, talked to us about how to get your mind right. So I think all those things matter. And if I was to you know, drop wisdom on someone today is follow a podcast, follow a blog, follow a person that's done this before and learn what they do, do what they do. And I think that's how you'll, you'll, you'll you know, stay away from injury. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. See, and here you thought I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> and, well, you just a minute ago said you didn't have any wisdom, but I think you just gave some you know, great wisdom to the people listening. No, yeah, I hope so too. So on that note, you mentioned shoes. Yes. Of all the shoes that you wore during the course of Geeks and Running Shoes, what was yes. your favorite? What is your shoe to run in <laughs> these days? Well, um, I remember the, the shoe I had the most success with was the Asics uh, DS Trainers. Um, I think I had like the 15s or something. I don't remember what they were. But yeah, that was the shoe I had the most success with. Um, but I, you know, through the show, we tried a ton of shoes. You know, we tried, um, I built my first pair of shoes with some, with some uh, I think they were Mizunos. There was a Mizuno, like, you know, really high heel to uh, toe ratio shoes. Um, we tried the Ultra Zero Drops, which actually are very, very comfortable shoes. Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't speak highly of those shoes enough. Um, only problem is, uh, even though they're, they're very comfortable, I, I personally could not do a long run in them because my feet will hurt. My, my shins will start, not my shins, calves will start hurting. Um, but I think my form was horrible. So I don't think I should blame the shoe. I should probably blame my form. But, um, I, I spoke about the Vibrams and again, they're they're just not comfortable. Um, having your toes spread apart like that, yeah, it was a thing. You know, I I had them. I'm happy I got to try them out. But yeah, I think I think my go-to shoe was the um, A6 DS trainers, and I still have a pair. I um, somewhere in the closet, somewhere. I don't I don't use them anymore, but I still have a pair that I that I like. So if, if I ever start running again, I have a feeling I'm gonna go back to those shoes. Or you could always just bronze them and put them on the shelf. <laughs> put them right behind me and have them be be my uh yeah because yeah that was my marathon shoe i remember that so with that i think we'll wrap it up cool so uh ray how can people get a hold of you or follow you um yeah so i'm i'm, I'm still on twitter uh i am still on uh at ame king which is a-d-e-y-e-m-i-k-i-n-g um i don't post as much as i used to and i don't know why Maybe because I have nothing interesting to talk about anymore. But um, yeah, I'm definitely on Twitter. Uh, you know, give me a follow. Um, like I said, I don't post much, but I'll definitely follow you back. And you know, maybe I can, this can help me get back into my running running groove here. Well, thanks, Ray. It's been great having you on, catching yeah. up, and I'm sure a lot of your previous listeners will be glad to hear you again. Yeah, I know. I've been I've been teasing for the past six months that I should do something again, and you know. 
it's an ego thing maybe, but it always feels good that, um, you know, today actually, it's, I'm not joking, today I got a notification on Facebook that somebody new liked the page, right? And I know on Twitter every so often I get a, I get a um, request, you know, Jason and I do to, to do another episode. So it is really awesome and I really, really want to thank people for, um, for st- still listening to the show and still giving us feedback. Um, it was an amazing two years. Uh, we met a lot of cool people. We did a lot of cool things. Um, you know, we ran way, way more miles than I thought I'd ever run in my life. So, <laughs> so I really want to thank you guys. I know both of you came on our show. I know Macrona, you came when you were doing the um, Macrona challenge, which, by the way, that was crazy. Thanks. And the fact that you still ran a what? You ran a three forty or whatever it was in LA. Two thirty six. I'm sorry. Two. What am I saying? Uh, that's yeah. that's okay, Ray. Three forty. Two. No. It <laughs> was. It was great. That's beneath you. Um, no, no but, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, seriously though, I I think that was an, that was an awesome two years of my life, and you know, obviously, Jason and I don't have a plan to bring the show back, but we'll, we'll see. But anyway, thanks for having me on. I know I, I ramble a lot. Hey, you're you're always welcome on our show. Awesome. As always, you can always follow Joe and I. Joe is on Twitter at mcrunner twenty six. And I am at Run Goose Run. Until next week, keep running. Want more info on the podcast? Head over to milesonincluded.com. Are you on Twitter? We are too. Find us at MNI Podcast. Any questions, comments, or even like to be a guest on the show? Hit us up at podcast at milesonincluded.com. Podcast.